0: Morning. How you guys doing today? You guys doing good? Awesome. My name is Andrew. I'm the lead pastor. For those of you that do not know me, I want to welcome you to church today. I want to thank everybody that is watching us online right now. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. I want to say a special shout out to our friends in Amarillo, Texas that are watching via Watch Party with Rowdy and Kathy. So thank you so much for tuning in and staying connected to Passionate Life Church. All right, uh, we are just going to jump right into it. I got some practical uh, words for us today, and then I got a word from the Lord, and then I'm going to give us some more practical, okay, um, because we need that as we uh, jump into a, a season of 21 days of prayer and, and uh, fasting. And so let me recap really quickly. If you missed last week's message, want to encourage you to, to get online and, and watch it. Uh, we have 21 days of devotionals going on on YouTube and, and also on iTunes iTunes, on podcast, and, and so I want to encourage you, man, follow along. It's a huge encouragement. Uh, man, we've got like 17 different people doing uh, devotionals here at Passionate Life Church. And it just helps that we're, we're all in this together. Amen? All right. The word for the year, this is the year of challenge. This is the year of challenge. Uh, let me give you the definition today because it, it really helps and makes it uh, more sense. Challenge. Something that by its nature or character serves as a call to battle. And, and I feel like God's been preparing us over the last year uh, for this battle, right, that, that we're in. Uh, he's calling us into the contest. who are, What's the contest against? The contest against evil, right? And to give a special effort. And so our special effort for this month in January is that we're going to fast and pray for the next 21 days. And, and I just believe that many, of us are going to see some amazing results through fasting and praying in the special effort that God has in store for us, because God's greatest awaits us this year if it's the closest we've ever been to Jesus. And, and, And so the Holy Spirit is asking us, man, I need a special effort, man, we're in battle enter in the contest and I need a special effort out of you. And and man, I just believe God's greatest awaits for us this year if we are willing uh, to make that special effort. And so uh, let's talk about fasting. What is fasting? Okay. What is fasting? Fasting is abstaining from foods or certain foods for a certain amount of time to get closer to God. Okay. So the whole point of fasting, okay, is to get closer to God, to not lose a few pounds. Okay. Uh, There's easier ways to lose a few pounds it's about abstaining from food, specifically food, okay? So, you know, whatever you're doing, abstain from certain foods, okay? Because that's part of fasting. And the other part is abstaining from certain entertainments that distract us from getting closer to God. So the whole point is that during these next three weeks, these next 21 days, is that we would grow closer to God, like that is the point, and so we do it two ways: one, abstaining from food, certain foods, and two, abstaining from entertainment that just sucks our time up. Okay, and some of you immediately, you already know those things that you need to cut out for the next twenty-one days that that just are time suckers. They just they suck up your time, and, and uh, they're, they're not fruitful in our lives. And so this is the time to to break that. And, and uh, it's pretty well known that it takes about. 20, 20 days to break a bad habit and start a new one. And so my hope as your pastor is that you will start to break some bad habits that we've picked out throughout the year and, and, and create some new habits, okay? So let me, let me just go through three types of fasting today, three types of fasting. The first one is water or a juice fast. So I wanna encourage you, if like, this is your first time fasting, don't do a 21-day water fast, okay? Okay. It'll be terrible, okay? It'll just be really, like, this is your. This is your journey with Jesus, okay? And so maybe you can do one day of just water or, or you know, a couple of days of juice, you know, um, but th- this is your journey with Jesus. It's supposed to be, supposed to be hard, okay? It, it's supposed to be hard, but it's also supposed to be rewarding, okay? That's, that's what a challenge is. But I just wanna warn you, you know, jumping into a 21-day water fast is, is um, really hard, okay? And so um, that's why, uh, number two, the Daniel fast is what we're encouraging people to do because we've seen such great results from it, because it's a great balance of really uh, resetting your mind, body, and soul. Uh, you know, if, if you're like me and you literally eat meat every single day of your life, right, it, it's a good opportunity to give your digestive system a rest, okay? And, and, and man, fasting is, is so good for our physical bodies, but also our mental, and then the reason why we do it is to get closer to Jesus. So, we're just really encouraging people to do the Daniel fast. If you need resources, man, sign up at the Welcome Center and we will email you the pamphlet. We didn't want to print them all out because it's a lot of ink and a lot of paper. But if you need uh, special resources, we have them and we would love to email them to you uh, this, this week, okay? All right. And then the third one is Sun Up to Sundown Fast. This is called a partial fast. And I know some people have done this. Uh, Some of my friends have have done it, and they haven't had uh, great results because they're literally watching the clock, waiting for the sun to go down, and then they pig out. I mean, they just, like, eat for, like, the next five hours. They set their alarm in the morning before the sun comes up, and they just pig out and eat. And so, like, if that's something that you want to do, sun up, sun down, I want to encourage you to also abstain from some certain foods, right, Um, because it'd be... I don't want it to become about the food for you, okay? And, and it, can, it can very easily get into that. So, um, man, pick one of these, okay, do them. Uh, you know, decide what you're gonna do today, uh, what you're gonna abstain from, and it's going to be uh, an awesome 21 days, amen? Awesome. Come on, let's pray, and then we'll get into God's word today. Father, uh, we just thank you for this moment. Father, this is your moment, Jesus. I think of every person that's in this room that has come. Uh, hungry today, God, to receive your word. We just come against the enemy today, right now, in Jesus' name. We cast Satan out of our hearts and our minds today. The father of lies has no place in this house, Lord. Holy Spirit, I just pray that your truth would come and just reign in our hearts and our minds today, God. We just rebuke the spirit of distraction away. Help us to be laser focused over the next 30 minutes in what you have in store for our lives. And God, I just pray right now, in Jesus' name, that you would get me completely out of the way. None of me and all of you, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen amen and amen. Uh, We are going to transition into communion today. I wanted to to start off the fast uh, with us taking communion together. And so we will be transitioning into communion uh, as part of our response time today. Okay. All right. Part two, the title of my message today is 21 Days of Spiritual Rehab. Come on, somebody. Who needs a spiritual rehab? So, because we live in a world and a culture that tells us that there is no right or wrong, just do it if it feels good, it's easy to get caught up and start justifying some of the decisions that we're making in our life. It, it, it's easy to get desensitized to the spirit of God, to the voice of the Holy Spirit in our life because we live in such a sinful, godless culture and we go to work and, and we have family members that aren't close to Jesus and we have friends. And, and so it's easy to begin to justify things in our Life, right? Sometimes the easiest person to lie to is ourselves. Now, for me, uh, I I do a pretty good job with my diet um, until about uh, October, uh, uh, you, you know, Halloween, right? And I have all of this candy in my house that I would never buy usually, all these candy bars, right? And it just kind of starts the down world downward spiral for me. And then every, you know, Thanksgiving, and I'll be honest, it kind of bleeds into Christmas time. Uh, I find myself uh, justifying why I eat pie for breakfast. Okay, anybody? (laughs) Pie. Right? Pecan pie. It's got nuts in it. That's protein. I'm eating protein, right? (laughs) Pumpkin pie. It's a vegetable. I'm basically eating vegetables. Apple pie, that's an easy one. Apples are good for you, right? Like, just begin to, to justify these things in your life. And, and then uh, I get to a place uh, where I hit rock bottom, where there's really no justification for why I'm doing it. Uh, I just do it because it feels good. And this happened a couple weeks ago. Um, I'm sitting on my couch watching football uh, with a can of frosting, And a spoon, right? (laughs) It it was funny, my my son Zeke saw me, he's like, Dad, can I have some? I'm like, Yes, you can. Like we never have frosting in the house unless it's Christmas time, right? And we're, we're frosting cookies and, and stuff like that. And, and so it's just there. And because it's there, you know, I'm, and, I, and I have a sweet tooth. And so I'm sitting there on the couch watching football, eating frosting, looking at the label, right? To just see if there's anything nutritional about frosting. <laughs> there's not, okay? <laughs> although, although, wait a minute. Although frosting is gluten-free. OK, like just if you're thinking about going gluten free, frosting's on the table. OK, <laughs> and so I'm looking at this cream cheese icing from Pillsbury and, and you know, there, there's no justification for me eating it. It just feels good. And, and man, this happens to us because we live in such a, a fallen world. We, we can start to become desensitized to the things of this world and we start to justify. And then we get to a place where there's just no justification and we're watching things and, and we're looking at things and we're listening to things that we never should. And so this is why, right, we need a spiritual Rehab. We need 21 days of just breaking free from some of the bad habits and some of the things that we justify. And, and man, we have become desensitized to to some, man some of the violence and some of the nudity and the pervasive language movies that we watch. Man, we just need to to break free. We break free and take 21 days and just kind of do a spiritual rehab. Okay, and so I got three reasons today. Three reasons why. We need a 21-day spiritual rehab. Point number one, point number one, we are living in the last days. Do I need any other points than that one, right? Like, we're living in the last days. I mean, there's just so many things. Why I love Jesus so much is he had, like, he gives, he says, look, I'll give you clues, right? I'll give you clues in nature, Okay, I'll give you clues in society and culture where, where like, he's not gonna tell us when he comes, but he's like, look, there are going to be signs you know, in the times when you will know, man, you better get your life right because, man, we are living in the last days. First Timothy 4, one through two, the apostle Paul is talking to his spiritual son. He says this, the spirit clearly says, That in latter times, or in the last days, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron. Okay, and so God has created us with a conscience um, that it's like this moral compass, right? It's a built-in moral compass of really knowing what's right and what's wrong, right? And and he's also put this built-in uh, like shame barrier. Like I know we've, we talk about how shame is bad here. Shame's bad when you live in the shame and you can't break free. But there's like this shame barrier where there's just things that you won't do that are shameful and you just don't do them, right? And so there's this barrier, there's this built-in wall that God has put in us with a conscience and the shame barrier that we just don't do things. And and what the Apostle Paul is saying in the last days, there will be literally people that take a hot iron to their conscience and they burn it up. And so they have no conscience. And when they're teaching, okay, and this is important to understand, teaching things that are inspired demonically, and, and they're just hypocritical liars. Guys, did you know that, man, there are so many hypocritical liars trying to teach us every single day through media, from the television, from social media. I mean, like, unless you've lived in a hole for the last two years, right? You've heard at least one story about a politician... Right? Telling us, listen, you need to stay home. You, you need to quarantine. You, you need to wear a mask even in your house, okay? You don't, you know, drink through a straw. You don't eat through a straw, right? Like they're just like, you need to wear a mask. You can't gather for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like, you need to just quarantine, right? And literally the next day, we see a report some politician flying to Hawaii, right, with a bunch of 40 people partying, right, with no mask, right? What's good? for us is not good for them. Guys, that is the hypocritical culture that we live in today. And it's everywhere. Guys, look, this is why we need a spiritual detox from the news, from social media because there's hypocritical liars everywhere trying to turn us to the things of this world. So we need a spiritual detox. And one of the, man, one of the lies from Satan that that got me, okay, it got me when I was younger, is that the only place where hypocrites are is in church right? Like that's, that was the lie that sucked me in, you know, and, and got me. And I'm just like, man, church is just filled with a bunch of hypocrites. And, 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 and so I don't want to have anything to do with church. And then I spent seven years of my life doing drugs and alcohol, just living in the pit, right? And and, and I realized really quickly that the world is filled with a bunch of hypocrites. I mean, you want to talk about a hypocritical culture as the drug culture as soon and the alcoholic culture. As soon as you stop doing drugs, and drinking, they don't want to have anything to do with you. And and so listen, when you're part of a church, okay, you will get offended. You'll get offended by me at some point. You'll get offended by somebody in your life group at some point, like, like uh, someone on your serve team. And it's because, not because we're hypocritical, it's because we're broken, we're imperfect, and we all need a savior. And, and we're all trying to do this together. And that's why, man, the church is so important that we come and encourage one another and help each other out when we're struggling, I mean, that is just a, that's just what it is. But to think that, man, the church, and listen, there's some churches that are messed up, and, and you, you know, I've gotten hurt in church and stuff like that, but the world is so filled with hypocritical liars, and if they're not being led by the Holy Spirit, they're being led by demons to lead us astray from the things of God, okay? Number two, number two, our hearts need a rehab. Some of you say, Pastor, my heart's good. I don't need a rehab. <laughs> Proverbs 4, 23 through 24. Guard your heart. And this is King Solomon, one of the wisest people to ever live. For it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart above all else. Above everything else, guard your your heart. Well, what's he telling us to guard our heart from? Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. So the movies that we watch, the the things that we listen to on social media, whether it's TikTok or YouTube, and, and it's filled with perverse talk and corrupt speech, guys, this pollutes our heart. And and the reason why it doesn't bother some of you is because you become desensitized to it. And this is why we need a rehab of our heart because pervasive language is everywhere. Like, like, it's literally everywhere. Like, this is how people talk now. They're just corrupt talk, whether it's in the workplace or in the gym or, or just any social setting that, that God isn't present. Like, this is how, this is how they, they talk. And, and King Solomon's saying, we need to guard ourselves from these things because it can pollute Our heart and our mind. Jesus says this in Matthew 15, 17, and 19. He says, anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes into the sewer. But the words you speak come from the heart. That's what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, immorality, theft, lying, and slander. So Jesus says, like, like everything that, that's bad outflows from our heart and out of our mouth. And so Jesus is saying, man, the heart is so important. And, and parents, you, we need to be guarding our kids' hearts. We, we need to be guarding what they're watching, what they're listening to. We need to pay attention because, man, Satan is after the next generation, and he does it through YouTube, and he does it through, you know, sneaky ways in video games, and he just does it because he, he wants to plant seeds of doubt in the hearts of our children. And so, man, we, guys, we have to guard our hearts. In the next 21 days, I want to challenge you to guard your heart. Look at the things that you're watching Look at the things that, that you're spending time in, you, you know, and, and cut those things out that have just nasty language in it, pervasive language, and, and things that, that can hurt our hearts. The other thing that happens, and this happens to me, is I... With all the things that are happening and the things that people say and, and, you know, we're in a time where everybody has a platform and everybody thinks that their opinion is right And, and one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is having compassion for people. I start to lose the compassion for our people because they're just saying all types of nasty things and, and, and you know things that, that 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 offend me right and and the tendency is is for our hearts to become hard and end when when that happens it, we tend to to not have compassion for people right. Instead of looking at, you know, a homeless person uh, and and the homeless person's needs, we start thinking, well, they probably want to be homeless and they deserve to be homeless, right? And like this is one of the signs, the way we start processing information and the things that come out of our mouth towards people, right? Like this is one of the signals and the signs that we we need a spiritual rehab, right? And so here's the good news. Here's the good news, okay? God doesn't want to change your heart. Ezekiel 36, 26. This is what he wants to do. And I will give you a new heart. Come on. He he doesn't want to recycle your old heart, right? He wants to give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Come on. We need a, a heart rehab. We need a spiritual heart transplant, come on, where literally God over the next 21 days is going to take out our heart and give us a new one. He's gonna remove our old spirit and give us a new spirit. And man, man, you're gonna get filled with the Holy Spirit today. You're gonna get filled with joy and peace and love. And it's gonna start today and it's gonna go all the way through the next 21 days. Days. Why? Because God wants to give us a new heart. He wants to give us a new spirit. He's got, man, new vision. He's got new promises that he wants you to fulfill. But if we're going to fulfill them, man, we need a new heart. Amen? Amen. Point number three, point number three. He wants to transform the way we think. He wants to transform the way we think, again, it's so easy to get caught up in the things of this world because we are bombarded constantly with media over and over, whether it's television or internet or on our phones, our podcasts, whatever it is. Man, we're constantly, our, our minds are constantly being bombarded. And, and man, during the, the next 21 days of spiritual rehab, God wants to transform the way we think. Romans 12.2 says this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And if you look at that passage, what's very interesting, how do we become a new person? We become a new person by changing our thought process, changing the way we think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Man, if you're struggling about, man, what should I do with my life, right? Man, jump into this 21 days of prayer and fasting, this spiritual rehab, because God wants to give you direction. God wants to give you uh, purpose. God wants to show you what the will uh, of, that God has for your Life and, and it's so easy to just begin to to copy the behaviors of the world because we have friends that, that are doing things and, and we have family members that are doing things and coworkers that are doing and saying things, and it just it can just be real easy to jump along what they are doing. But the apostle Paul says, Man, don't copy the world, don't copy. The world, Man, God has, we serve such a creative God. He is so creative. There, there, there's people watching online and in this room, he's got a business that he wants you to create from nothing, right? Because we serve a God who is creative. Many of us, we don't tap into that, right? Because we don't understand that God is creative. He created the whole universe, Okay, you, you, know, you don't think he can create something new in you? Like, like man, come on, we serve a creative God who, who makes thousands of insects, right? Like, oh, what do we need thousands of insects for? But, well, he decided that we needed them, right? And, and so he, we serve such a creative father. He's got new things that he wants to create us over the next 21 days, okay? What I wanna end with today, I wanna end with, Three steps. I want to get real practical, okay, for the rest of our time this morning, okay. Three steps to helping us complete our twenty-one days of spiritual rehab, okay. That's the important. That that's the key word. Complete. Right. Anybody can start something, right? Anybody can start a business, and anybody can start a diet. Anybody can start a workout program, right? Anybody can start. We can start this fast. The important thing is completing it, right? It, it, it's funny that there's all of these workout programs, right, that, that you can watch from home. And, and um, one of the famous ones is P90X, right? P90X. And, and some of you bought the videos, and, and you know, you got three days into it and you couldn't move, and so you didn't do it anymore, right? Like, is but I'm just like 90 days of like working out. Like if I had that type of discipline to work 90 days out straight, I wouldn't need a video. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like, like why? And, and so like we can all start things. It, it's, man, finishing it. And, and so I just want to encourage you with this. Number one, be specific what you're asking God for. Okay? I want to encourage you to write it down because fasting brings clarity okay? Man, get a notebook, go to the dollar store, get a 99 cent little notebook, like let it be your fasting notebook. Like write down some things. Maybe you need a breakthrough. Maybe you need a healing. Uh, Maybe you need, man, a direct word from the Holy Spirit in your future. Uh, Maybe you need, man, God to speak to, uh, you know, your your work situation or or a relationship in your life. Be specific, okay? Write it down. And so what's so awesome about, about keeping a prayer journal is being able to go back through and seeing how God answered that prayer. I mean, it's just a supercharge to your faith. I mean, that's what fasting does. It really just supercharges our faith. It gets rid of a lot of distractions. It gets rid of you know a lot of the foods that we love, uh, you, you know, to find comfort in, right? And and it just gets us focused on the spirit of God. Uh, Acts thirteen two. One day, as these men were worshiping the Lord... And fasting, the Holy Spirit said, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. And so, man, fasting brings clarity. That's why, man, I want you to write out, man, questions or or prayer requests to the Lord and say, man, God, I need a breakthrough in this area. I need clarity in this area. Man, the Holy Spirit will, especially when we're breaking free from all these things that are contaminating our hearts and contaminating our minds, Mind and we, we break free from, from the movies that, 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 man, we shouldn't be watching, the things we shouldn't be listening, man, and get sensitive to the Holy Spirit again. Get sensitive to his voice again. Some of you, you're watching online or you're in here today, you've never heard the voice of God really speak. Like, like, "Ah, I've never heard that. Man, if you will commit to these 21 days of prayer and fasting, you will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. I guarantee it, okay, that you will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit if you commit to 21 days of prayer and fasting. Number two, number two, make a commitment before your fast what you're going to do, and stick to it, okay? Make a commitment. Write it out today, what you're going to do, what you're gonna eat, what you're not going to eat, right? What, what, what you're going to do spiritually for God, okay? Write it out, make a commitment, and stick to it. Proverbs sixteen three. Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Now, listen. God has grace for us, okay? And maybe you just go off the rails one day and you eat 12 cheeseburgers, okay? You just like go off the rails and, and okay? Don't let that stop you, okay? Just start over the next day, okay? Not. With 21 days, but just start over wherever we are in the fast. If you mess up, you screw up. Don't, don't live in condemnation for the rest of the fast, right? Like just get up, right? The the righteous get up seven times after they fall. Like that's that's what makes someone's righteous is they don't they don't stay down after they screw up. They get up again, right? Because God's mercy is anew every single morning. His grace is for us every single day. Okay, if so, if you watch something you shouldn't watch or read something, okay, like like start like allow the Holy Spirit to convict us, right? You know, repent and then move on, right? Like, like, start over again. Man, God's grace and mercy is good in that, okay? But I want us to focus on committing our plans, okay? Because when we commit our plans to the Lord, He will bless them. Okay, last one, number three, number three. Make a special spiritual commitment to spend time with God in prayer. Uh, I want to encourage everyone to come to our Wednesday night prayer at 7 o'clock over the next three weeks, okay? Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, we have child care. If you have have kids, if you could just give us a heads up how many kids that you're bringing uh, uh, with you on Wednesday night, just so we can have enough child care workers here. Uh, Man, just these next three weeks, these next Wednesday, these next three weeks Wednesday night prayer, man, it's just a special time where we allow the Holy Spirit. It's a, it's a, Protected prophetic environment. Okay, and what do I mean by that? Is that uh, the upper room was a protected prophetic environment where the Holy Spirit can move. That that's what Wednesday night prayer is. It's protected. We have people praying all week long. Man, Pastor Ben and Kelly do such a great job of, of creating a safe place to connect to God. And you're saying, Pastor, do I have to pray for an hour and a half? Okay, no, you don't. Okay, there's lots of things you can you can get prayer. Right, you can read your Bible. You can journal. And I'm telling you right now, everybody says the same thing. Man, it went by so fast. I, I, man, it went by so fast. I can't believe that, man, I was able to, to pray for an hour or an hour and 15 minutes. It went so fast. But if you need prayer, man, get prayer that night. Um, man, you know, if you're you're desiring Gifts from the Holy Spirit, man. That's the night to come and and explore those things and ask questions and and ask God to 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 fill you up, fill the Holy Spirit in you, and and receive certain gifts. And so, man, that's the night to do it. Okay, but you need to make a special spiritual commitment to pray and spend time with God. Okay, because if you're not praying, it's just a weird diet, okay? If you're not bringing the spiritual element in, like, that's the most important part, right? Like, you know, bringing in the spiritual, you know, element. Yes, we can be disciplined and in, in, in on our food and our entertainment, but we also have to make time for God in this season of these next 21 days of this spiritual rehab and just because it's it's all about connecting to God and getting closer with him. And so I just want to encourage you, make a spiritual commitment also during this time um, that you're going to pray, okay? And and last thing, specific prayers that I'm asking us to pray for, and we'll put this on the website and we'll put this on a YouTube page and make sure that you have it. Um, The first one is is our government, local, state, country, and our leaders. men. our government needs prayer, okay? Our government needs prayer. If we're gonna see God do something amazing and great, which I believe that he wants, we need to pray for our government, okay? At every level, local, state, and country, praying for our leaders. Number two, praying for our schools, from university to daycare. Man, lifting up that next generation because Satan is honing in on our next generation. Man, we need to lift up the universities um, locally, Uh, statewide, nationally, right? And, you know, from from daycares to universities, Satan's after our kids and the next generation. So we just need to lift them up during this time. And number three, number three, uh, the church. We need to be praying for the church, local, country, world, uh, world missionaries, and that God would bring revival. God would bring revival to, to Passionate Life Church in Littleton, Colorado. God would bring revival to the state of Colorado. God would bring revival to our country. And God would bring revival to our world because, man, we need revival. We, we need God to move like he's never moved before. And we are positioning, by fasting and praying, we are positioning ourselves to allow God to move. Amen? Man, Let's bow our heads and close our eyes today. First things first, maybe you'd say, Pastor, I've never said yes to Jesus, and I need to make that commitment today. Or maybe you've just drifted from the things of this world and you just need to make a recommitment to Christ today. You're even, man, you're even gonna jump in and do the fast today. I just ask that every head is bowed, every eye is closed this morning. If you need to make a first time commitment to Christ or recommitment to Christ, I just wanna ask that you'd slip up your hand today. I'm not gonna make you do anything embarrassing today. I just wanna pray with you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. You can put your hands down. And I would just ask this morning that we would all repeat this prayer as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. And I ask this morning that you would forgive me of all my sins. That you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give them a hand clap today. Heaven is rejoicing.